0: Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast.
1: We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers.
0: So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more.
1: Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us.
0: How honest are you with your significant other when they come home and ask you about a new look?
1: Like a haircut,
0: yeah, or, or you, an outfit, or even if they're dressed up for the evening, they're like, "How do I look? How honest are you?" We're going to get to that. <laughs> we're going to get to that conversation coming up here. But uh, trailing off yesterday, we we briefly referenced uh, some of the new shows that we're watching, and it kind of plays into today uh, to today's conversation because you are fascinated with the uh, fashion in both of them. Yeah, and, and it's both; they're both. You could call them a period piece. Sure, they're both very absolutely. They're both very dated. So, uh do you want do you want to tell people what we've been watching?
1: So, we have been watching and we referenced this really briefly yesterday. We've been watching both on HBO Max, uh The Gilded Age, which is set in New York City in the late 1800s, and it is um about kind of like the old society and the new society colliding. Right. And um, I haven't looked. I think it's fairly historically accurate. Like, it's not...
0: um, It it certainly makes reference to historical events. Yes. And it is accurate with those, with timelines. I think it's
1: along the lines of, like, a Downton Abbey. Right. Where the characters aren't real people, but the time is historically accurate, and they're referencing real events and real people from that time. Love it. Uh, It's so good. And the clothes are phenomenal because these are upper society people in New York in the late 1800s. The
0: wealthiest of the wealthy. The wealthiest of
1: the wealthy. I mean, wealthy. we're talking like
0: the Rockefellers right on down the line.
1: And uh, they're developing like the Upper East Side of Manhattan and it's just, it's so good. And and it has that, if you if you are familiar with Downton Abbey and you like Downton Abbey, it has that upstairs, downstairs um, feel where they show like the servant's and their storylines with the servants and their storylines with uh the the homeowners and then kind of the the mixing of the
0: two. It, it's strange in the sense that all that you see with Downton Abbey, it kind of carries over to early United States, right? Especially New York during the 1880s mm-hmm. in that area era. But you can see the transition being made as far as the help. Yeah. It's 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 not quite as structured, but it's still there. It's still there. It's still you'll you'll see a lot of the same things because, well, that's what we were still tied to traditionally, and right? And it's
1: it's the 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 help, our characters in the show, yeah. And you get to know about them and learn about them, and and they have storylines, um. And it's just a really good show, and we love Down Abbey. I did. I was we were huge, huge fans, fan. huge fan. Um. So if you are a Down Abbey fan. You will love The Gilded Age.
0: Oh, it's so good.
1: And the other show that we're watching, also on HBO Max, is called Minx. M-I-N-X. Yes. (sighs) Now.
0: This is not... Make sure the kids are in bed.
1: Gilded Age. It's probably fine.
0: Well, there was a few nude scenes. Oh, was there? Yeah, we're. we're oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't want to no. blow yeah, it for anybody. Yeah, don't spoil it. But I forgot yeah.
1: about that. Okay, fine. But no, other there,
0: other than that, there's no foul language, and there's nothing, no violence. No, there is one. I think one specific nude scene, yeah. or maybe two.
1: Probably not for kids because of the
0: those scenes, but it's not gratuitous by any means.
1: But not violent. Right. Not foul language a um, on the other hand
0: very gratuitous with the nudity
1: full of nudity yes filled with it and it's and and it's uh, male nudity yeah it
0: is <laughs> there's
1: female nudity too but lots of male nudity yeah
0: there is the, the odd spin on this and I, this is what they were going for right was to kind of flip
1: yeah it's exactly yeah. what they were going for and uh it's fun it and is. i don't mean that in like a gross way or like a oh she's a creeper it's just it's a fun take on it because you're not used to seeing a show set up like that.
0: Right. And, you know, it, it's set in the 70s, and it's all the fashion that I remember from when I was very little, like our, our kids' age, right?
1: So the plot of Minx, uh, which there's only been two episodes so far, I think. This week there will be two more. They're doing two
0: new episodes I think a week. tonight.
1: Oh, you're right. It is. They're tonight late.
0: they launched. Is it two more? Because they're going to do it I believe, two a week for six weeks, I right? believe
1: there's two more tonight. Oh, I can't wait. Um, so the, the plot is um, the main character, Joyce, who is like goals, is trying to have her idea for a feminist magazine published in the 70s. She's
0: an aspiring journalist.
1: And she collides with this publisher who is known for publishing um, magazines along the line of like what you would think of as like a penthouse. Porn.
0: Yeah, pornographic Pornographic magazines. Pornographic magazines.
1: And they're female. (laughs) They're female nudity. Yes. And these two have, so far, very conflicting ideas of what this partnership could look like. But you can tell that it's going to be epic.
0: Right. Well, here's the thing. She's thinking, Joyce, who's the main character, is thinking Gloria Steinem and her compadre, is thinking Debbie does Dallas. <laughs> but right? with men. But with men, right? So that's the conflict. She wants it to be what she deems more credible. And he's looking for more like, well, yeah, we can have that. And they're figuring that out, by the way. But we need we need, We need the controversy. We need the hook, yeah.
1: And I think that they're going to end up both growing and evolving. And they're going to create this product that is one of a kind. Yeah. And like revolutionary is how I is how I see it. So I love it. It's so good. And they're both on HBO Max. But Joyce, the main character in Minx, has herself some curtain bangs that are to die for.
0: <laughs> Didn't we go through the bangs thing a few so, years ago? For
1: a long time, I've had bangs and not had bangs and right. had bangs and not had bangs. And a lot of times when I've considered bangs, it's been like in a dark period where i thought always, like oh maybe maybe if i just get bangs that would fix
0: things you told me that if i see a woman with bangs there's something going she on might in have her life or something
1: you <laughs> right. know or she might be through going through something
0: oh so, man
1: i i watch minx and i see these curtain bangs and something that's changed within me probably within like the last six to eight months i used to be very much like Text a picture to three friends. Like, should I do this to my hair? Should I wear this outfit? What do you think of this? And I've stopped doing that and started thinking for myself. Right, and it's a beautiful thing.
0: You do you. Where That's I'm a like, real thing. Like I we
1: hosted a, a formal gala last December, and I wore a, a satin pantsuit.
0: Pant it looked fantastic. And I didn't by ask anyone.
1: Do you think I should wear a satin pantsuit? We should
0: throw that picture up. I it was fantastic.
1: Bought one, and yeah. I wore it, and I didn't care what anybody thought and it turns out a lot of ladies loved it right so back to the bangs i'm not asking anyone if i should get bangs i'm not going to send the picture to anyone i'm just going to get curtain bangs right and curtain bangs if you're not familiar with the trends are not straight across bangs they're they kind of part in the middle like a curtain and they're a little bit longer like at your cheekbones
0: and they open up to show your eyes (gasps) much as you would look in a window and the oh, eyes like are a gateway to the soul.
1: Yes, they yes. are. So when I get my curtain bangs, I haven't <laughs> been able to make an appointment yet. Um, you are,
0: you are super passionate about the fashion in minx.
1: I am. Yes. I just, well, I just, I love it, and it it's is, it just is such cool. a nod that, and, and I wasn't alive in the seventies, so I'm probably romanticizing the entire decade. No,
0: it was great. It was because I was born oh, well, in, I was born in '69, so my.
1: Your childhood, my was... grade,
0: my grade school years were the 70s, and it was a wonderful time to grow up.
1: So, I don't know. I'm just going to get some bell bottoms and curtain bangs, and you can start calling me Joyce. <laughs> I might even publish a feminist magazine. Right. I don't know.
0: So here's what I'll, I'll t- I would encourage people to check out both of these. HBO Max has The Gilded Age, and
1: they're both on HBO Mix Max. Is
0: also yep. on HBO Max. You know, HBO for years has just always had some of the best content. A lot of the other streaming services. Are catching up gradually but hbo is always on point to me anyway as long
1: as we're on the topic of hbo did you see that sex in the city the reboot got a second season
0: i'm shocked
1: nobody asked for that
0: no i'm shocked because it was getting absolutely
1: panned it in was, the reviews i watched it i loved sex in the city well the first one the original yeah the first series I loved yeah the first movie don't the second movie we're pretending like that one that doesn't exist because it was awful um and I I was so excited for and just like that to come out and I I was like I'm gonna love it I watched the first episode and I was like I'm gonna watch another one it's gonna get there then the second one I was like yeah no I uh, it's good I like it and then by the third one I was like I can't do this
0: well here's I have a I have a theory on this okay <laughs> and this the deal is when people want when people watch something and, and they want to get into a series on television or whatever, they want fantasy and they want feel good. They want to romanticize about what their life could look like. They don't need any more of a real life. They're getting plenty of it. So they're watching series like that for an escape. And that's what the first Sex in the City did. It was fun. It was lighthearted. It was an escape. It was these young women making obscene amounts of money for doing kind of nothing.
1: Yes. In the 90s in New York City. Completely unrealistic right. as far as like the clothes that they were wearing and the jobs that they had. Yeah.
0: And then you remember HBO came out with some other series that were more realistic. People don't want that, they want pretty things that make them feel good. I'm telling you, if you get into the entertainment industry, the guys and the girls that are really good at it figure that out, right? So that's my theory on why that second—they're bringing it back. I understand that, but I don't think anybody really asked for it. I don't
1: think they did either, and the clothes were great. I will give it that. The fashion that those women wore um, as women in their mid-50s
0: on the reboot, right? phenomenal. I would be shocked if HBO Max does not bring Gilded Age back for a second. I think they've already booked a few more, haven't
1: they? I think Gilded Age and – I think Gilded Age is coming back for a second season. For sure. I think I just saw that. So um, I had to go off on that tangent because I just saw that and just like that got renewed and I was like, nobody asked for
0: that. So (laughs) those are the two that we're – I mean, that we're really in right now is Minx and the Gilded Age, which are both on HBO Max. And they're fantastic. Again, with Minx, I'm warning you up front, gratuitous male nudity. Yeah, if that up. doesn't bother you, then don't then go DM for it.
1: DM us and say, you yeah. didn't tell me there was full frontal male nudity every three frames. It's just, there it's.
0: yeah, it, it's everywhere. Kay. But the storyline, if you can get by that, and I don't know, as, as the, we've only watched the first two episodes. Right. Which is the launch of It's it. going to be good. So I, I think can tell. This, but they're setting up a really good storyline. Uh-huh. And and I like it so.
1: Back to Joyce's bangs.
0: We'll have to see. All right, back to the bangs. (laughs) Well, on that note, as long as we're talking about that, what we opened this uh, today with uh, the question: Are you honest with your significant other when they ask you about a look or anything along those lines?
1: So, how would you answer that question? I I
0: think it would be along. How do I look? Do you like this new haircut? Do you like this outfit? Do you think I'm gaining weight? Those are all of these different things that people ask. And sometimes I wonder, do they want the truth? No. No, they don't want the truth. So what's <laughs> what's the point of asking?
1: Because they want to be re, we want to be reassured or or so words of affirmation. So they're
0: fishing for a compliment. I don't know. I don't like that term why why don't you like that term
1: because i think we're just seeking we want to be affirmed which is another way of saying fishing for a compliment but mine is prettier
0: right there you go Mine is a nicer way to say but it But because people get just roasted online for that all the time when they're you know like whether you're on tiktok or instagram or uh, i mean i, I see oh, again that. i don't ask right What?
1: Well, because I, I, I don't care
0: right i know you don't <laughs> 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 but the, the funny thing is your coworkers in your new job which you've been at how long I almost know? 2 months almost 2 months yeah. have figured out that you are ridiculous uh, march to the beat of your own drum when it comes to fashion yes right yep. and 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 by the way you're not your fashion is not odd it's just a it's just on a different level i think you're very progressive thank you yeah you are yeah. I, like I mean you're that. you're you're on i think you're on board with what a lot of the things that are going to eventually make their way here And Aaron and Matt from Jay Longs, we talk to these guys all the time. They're like that. They're very progressive and they get it and they know what you will be wearing in a couple of years, even if you don't. They'll tell you what you're going to wear. It's so right.
1: But I have always, like, since I was a kid, been like that. Like, I was the first. (laughs) This is such a dumb story. I was the first person in my uh, middle school to wear capri pants. Right. And everybody made fun of me. (laughs) And I wore them with, like, this, like, big, loose Hawaiian shirt. And everyone was like, your pants are too short. Your legs are going to get cold. And I was like, I don't care. They're how, called capri pants. How old were you? I would have been like a freshman.
0: What inspired it?
1: Um, I, I think I saw him in like you a 17 a magazine. magazine. Sure, I could see and that. And I, I, we, we used to visit the Twin Cities a lot and shop there. And we found them, and my mom bought them for me. And I wore them to school. And I was so proud. And everyone made fun of me. And I did not. And I tear. rocked my capri pants, and I was like, "Everyone's going to be wearing them."
0: <laughs> Did you wear them again? I wore them all the time. Yeah,
1: right. I, 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 it started for me at a very young age of of marching to my own realm when it comes to clothes.
0: What were those absolutely hideous big baggy jeans, Jinkos? Yes, I had those. Oh my god, they were what? Yeah, I, I wore them
1: with a crop top and big chunky boots. To
0: me, I uh, they they were on a level of like the the Zubas. Oh, Which yeah. I could not. I never owned a pair of Zubas. And you know what? If if you do own a pair and you like them, again, you do you. But I cannot stand them. It's like Crocs. And I have a pair because we bought them as a joke one time. They're camouflaged. And we were going camping over 4th of July weekend. And it was going to be this redneck theme. And I have a pair of camel Crocs. Upstairs. You wear
1: them every once in a while. Out back
0: to go to the birds. Yeah, to go to the because you can just rinse them off. Yeah. Right? If it's muddy outside, you can just rinse them off. But they are a fashion disaster. If you see me
1: me wearing crocs, call the authorities. I have been abducted by aliens.
0: On that note, going back to our original conversation, are you honest with your significant other, whether it be a haircut, whether it be you know, have I gained weight or do you like the way this outfit looks?
1: I think when you're with someone for long enough, they don't need to be honest because you know. How I mean, how would you know? I'll ask you, you know, if I go shopping and buy something and I'll pull it out of the bag, like, oh, do you like this dress? And you'll you do the same thing every time when you aren't sure of something but don't want to say it, you go, Well, do you like it? <laughs> Is that my <laughs> Or like, do you like my haircut? Well, do you like it? Cause you you <laughs> I don't. I don't know why that's your def- deflection answer because I. It, I. I'm on to you because
0: every guy on the planet knows that if you don't come up with the correct answer, sure. you're in a lot of trouble.
1: But like when it comes to hair, once the hair is cut, it's cut.
0: Yeah, that's why I'm so- saying you, you. So you really don't want the truth.
1: But I also, when you're, again, back, when you're with someone for a long time, I know how you like my hair. It,
0: it could be good. It could be great. But again, it goes back to what you said. And, I, and I'm and i on your side with this. You don't care. <laughs> you don't. I
1: love you. No, I know. But, I you, but I want you don't care. to make you happy. But I You don't, make, don't have to make me happy. My hair is not to please you.
0: I don't love your- I didn't fall in love with your hair. Ex- exactly. Right? Okay. I fell in love with you. But I
1: do know how you- <laughs> Not your hair. I do know how you- no, like my hair at the best.
0: I'm a I'm a, I'm a guy that finds longer hair on women attractive. Right. Right. And
1: I know that. And I've had all lengths of hair, literally all of them. Right. And right. so when I get my curtain bangs, you've never I'll ha- know if you really like them.
0: You've never had a bad haircut. Um I don't think I mean you've had some you've tried some pretty wild stuff before we even dated.
1: I had a pixie cut. You had a pixie cut. And you guys, it was freaking adorable.
0: You loved it. Explain to people because you've told me, I asked you one time, I'm like, what was it about that pixie cut that you liked? Explain to people because I thought it was interesting.
1: So I grew up with a father who loved me very much and I love him, but he was very weird about hair and he still kind of is weird about hair.
0: Well, he's weird about a lot of like (sighs) forward fashion, right? So
1: he was very weird about hair and he always wanted our hair to be worn long. Sure. And so for most of my life, I had long hair and like I cut it in high school to kind of like a bob that was popular in the late nineties, like the Mandy Moore, the flippy Bob. Right. And he hated it. And like, what did you do? Why would you do that? And it was just, it was weird. Even then I felt like it was weird. And so when I grew up, And got a pixie cut, which was, it was a very short, it wasn't like a shag. It was a pixie cut. Like she used a razor on the back of it. It was short. And I just, it was like a choice that I made for myself and I owned it. And I felt so powerful. Like I had like taken off this armor and didn't need it anymore. And I could just like be free. Right. Which is a very, it's it's that's a very in-depth way to think about a haircut, but that's how I felt.
0: The word that you used when you came in with that haircut and you told me that, and it's it stuck with me. You said, "This is very empowering." It was right, and I think that that was. And, and I, I would have and women that made me happy. I would you.
1: have women tell me like, "You're so brave," and I'm like, "Cause I cut my hair off." Like <laughs> no, but right in a sense, it is.
0: Yeah, for I know. a woman to I-
1: like take off that armor of your hair.
0: Yes. Yeah. I I, un, I completely understand because you don't see a lot of that. I love women that do get them and then pull it off. and I'm like, you know what? you look great. Yeah. I think it looks fantastic and 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 it doesn't matter what people think, really. It doesn't. It doesn't. You do you. <laughs> yes. but I will tell you that guys will never. I mean, if you're smart, right and <laughs> and your wife puts or she comes home with a haircut or she puts something on that you don't necessarily find. That's your thing, it doesn't matter and it shouldn't matter, right? So just keep your mouth shut and nod but <laughs> or, I... or try to gauge what the appropriate answer was and make a game time decision.
1: Uh, but two, I am a, a, a woman who likes it when you compliment me. So if there's something that you do like,
0: I do like a lot.
1: I think that when you say nice things, it does make me feel good, even though. Um, I pretend to be a big baddie that doesn't care. You're <laughs> I do still like compliments.
0: Well, I'm, I I love your sense of fashion. It's always been <laughs> one of the things that I do love, right? Because you're again, you and I both like to look at progressive things and be like, "That's cool, right?" That's I I can see that, and then a couple of years down the line, everybody else is on board, right? Sure, I I can completely see that, and so. I
1: appreciate that you understand. Well, I just or- don't
0: like the, you know, the status quo that everybody goes to. I mean here's what I like is I don't necessarily think that everybody should just go out and get up get and get dressed every day looking like everybody else. Yeah. Stand out. Preach. Right. Go ahead and stand out. Be unique. Be you. Right. And I think we all individually have personalities and we need to embrace that. hmm Right. And and honestly what you what most what people think is all literally not to sound you know crazy here but it's all between your ears so don't let that there's a good chance that a lot of people don't pay that much attention
1: that's the thing right is i saw this online the other day and i loved it it was like remember that you're only the main character in your own story that's true most people aren't probably giving that much thought what you're doing.
0: And you write your own story. Yes. Yes. I agree. Yeah, I'm 100% on board with that.
1: But back (laughs) to the being honest thing. Right. So, guys, if you have a wife or a girlfriend or a partner or a spouse or whatever who is maybe experimenting with some new looks and maybe you are aware that she's not feeling completely comfortable, maybe words of encouragement and affirmation are what she needs.
0: Right. So,
1: Throw those around freely.
0: Be nice. Right? If you don't, well, it goes back to this. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. There you go. There you go. And
1: that's why I know when I get my haircut or buy new clothes, if you ask me what I think of them, that that's you not having anything nice to say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Listen, do you notice guys rarely, I don't know of any guy that ever does that, comes home and goes, "Got, got a new haircut, honey. What do you think? maybe they maybe that does happen i i don't know but i remember a couple of weeks ago i did come home i went and, and bought some uh, spring and summer clothing i needed i needed some clothes cuz you and i did the purge and i had a bunch of stuff that <laughs> i i kid you not i still had in drawers dresser drawers in the guest room that i clothes i had in college that i would never wear again yeah and 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 having done radio for almost 3 decades it was a lot of jeans and polo shirts and things like that, that you would be comfortable with in studio. And now that I'm concluding my radio career here at the end of next week, I needed some other clothes because you and I have some other things that we're going to be doing. I'm like, I got to go see the guys that know.
1: Right. And, and you I came went home.
0: Yeah. I went and seen Matt and Aaron up at Jay Long's. They were like, we got you. And you were like, Oh, <laughs> right.
1: I, got, I got some new clothes. And I was like, well, Fashion show. That was it. It turned out
0: you made me go right back upstairs and come down and model the different outfits that I had yeah, acquired. Claire and,
1: and I were like, let's see them.
0: Yeah. So there was no escaping that. And I was like, well, I bought it and I'm gonna keep it anyways. But you want to know why? Because I can trust, I can trust the guys that were advising <laughs> me. Right? That was the only <laughs> your, reason. You're your
1: private consultants.
0: Because I honestly. If you don't know what you're doing, you're just going to wind up looking like the same old, same old, because you go back to your comfort zone. And we Uh talked about this. It would be just the classic Ralph Lauren polos. Here's a blue one. Here's a yellow one. Here's an orange one. It's okay okay to bring. Right. You're like
1: naming off the colors that you actually have. Literally. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) You have all of those. Uh, But it's okay to be different. And if your partner is confused by it, just. Let it soak in for a little bit. They'll be fine.
0: Right, and and <laughs> and as far as the like the weight thing, listen, you don't need to tell somebody if they're gaining weight. They already know.
1: Oh God, right? And like, and,
0: but you and I, and I think you get to a point where you're comfortable enough in the relationship, like you and I, where we're like, when when you and I try to eat a little healthier, we do it together.
1: Yeah, and it I, is. It's just God, I, the older I get, the less I'm even like. I just don't even have that. time to right. Worry about and. Again, if I, if my, my doctor has not raised any concerns no, and I, and I try to be, I try to be active and healthy, but I like, I just don't have a lot of, um, bandwidth for constantly being, well, trying to lose weight. The I reason
0: don't. I, the reason I don't like that is I grew up again with a mom and a sister who were obsessed with constantly trying to lose weight and now with a five-year-old daughter I don't think neither you or I want her to have those kind no. of issues. You know what? And I, the problem is and we've talked about this a lot that you know, media always says, "Oh, we're getting away from that." No, you're not. They're not yeah. getting away from it. They're still hammering you with the same ideology that they always have. And if you and there's a few companies that have tried, but it doesn't seem to work for them. It goes back to what we had talked about just minutes ago when I said people want fantasy. That's what they want to buy, right? Yeah. That's what they're looking for, and until the, I mean, and until it becomes acceptable, and it should be, I, I don't see a lot of change in what they tell us we should look what right. what, what we should look like.
1: I posted something like uh, about in regards to this topic on my Instagram uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I got a ton of feedback from people and messages, and I think we could tackle this as a longer conversation without a doubt um just kind of what it's like to grow up in that environment where weight and diets and all of that is so front and center and then as a grown woman and a mother of a daughter especially to try and shed that narrative and like release it from your life
0: and guys need to do the same thing i know i'm just talking from my perspective But, I mean, as a man, I can tell you this. If you get into your 40s and 50s, and stop believing everything you see on TikTok, but when you get to that point, you're never going to look. For example, I will never look like I did when I was in my early 20s and freshly discharged from the United States Marine Corps. I I was six feet tall, about 177 pounds. I was in incredible shape. I'll never be able to consistently do that again, and I don't think anybody, you sh- man and- or woman, yeah, because you're going to just punish yourself. Well,
1: and why would why do you need to aspire to that? I
0: know, I agree with you. You know, yeah, I,
1: it, yeah. I think we could we could have a whole long, in depth,
0: yes. deep
1: conversation Seriously? because there's so many, there's so much to it, and it really is something you can carry with you for. A long time until you decide not to. And having
0: said that, and, w- and when we revisit this as a conversation, I can tell you, and you and I have talked about this, for some reason, and they won't get away from it, it's the majority of it is aimed at young girls and it drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. It drives me nuts. The body shaming that goes on. Sp- yeah, you know, obviously. And I think anybody who has a young daughter specifically in this world would just, I can't, it's right. I don't want her to ever come home heartbroken because she feels she's not good enough or she's, I heard her use the word
1: fat. That, and to the me, other that's a like, word. Yeah. And I'm like, don't, like,
0: we don't say that. I was right. like
1: weird. Because that the, word does not come out of my mouth. It used to come out of my mouth about 42 times a day. Right. And it does not and come some, out and of my mouth anymore.
0: She heard it somewhere <gasps> on a playground <sighs> or, or at school. I don't know where, but I was like immediately. Just it was shocking to me because that's one thing I don't ever want her. And and you know what? We're not going to be able to shelter her forever. I know she's going to be inundated with this stuff on her social media online. All but I just want her prepared for it and to realize that that's not what it's all about. Right.
1: I just I want her to grow up in a world where she doesn't think that. What she weighs and what she looks like is the most interesting thing about her and I because think, it isn't.
0: I think that is a huge, I mean, I know that it is a huge challenge for young girls in today's world. Mm-hmm. It really is. And that's sad. Oh, it's, and every time it's, they tell me, oh, we need to change that. Then watch the commercial breaks of I the know. same show that you were just watching, talking about how that needed to change. Then watch the commercials, right? right? It's, it's all the pretty people.
1: Or it's, it's call just, 1-800 to yes. lose 20 pounds by Memorial Day. Get it's, ready for a swimsuit. You know what? You can just put a swimsuit on. If, you don't have to get ready right. for a swimsuit.
0: If you, you ever, put it on. If you ever needed an example that it's never going away, the, the, the weight loss clinics that you see advertising constantly, and you're like, does this stuff ever stop? No, it doesn't. Because they're ushering in the next generation, or they're constantly reminding us that we need to drop even vanity pounds. Diet
1: culture is a trap.
0: It's terrible. It is.
1: Whew, that was I got a little bit more heated than I expected to don't
0: get sucked in.
1: We but, went from talking about curtain bangs <laughs> to
0: just right, rioting. Right. But, anyways, we will have that discussion in depth at some point because I think, and I've said this before, I was like, there's nothing that will change a young man's opinion on women's issues like having a daughter. Mm, I love that. (laughs) Right? You really will. I mean, it's like, I've always had, you know, that uh, I was raised by a very conservative, traditional father, right? So I I was never, I don't believe a chauvinist, but I'll tell you this.
1: Well, you've had me yelling feminist rants in your ear for- 15 years.
0: <laughs> but, but now if there if there was ever anybody that mm-hmm. wanted to buy our five-year-old daughter a big jumbo size poster framed of Gloria Steinem to hang on her yes. bedroom wall, it would be me because I don't want her to ever, yeah. ever, you know, cater to anybody. I just want her to be her own woman and powerful and independent, right? And she doesn't need, I can't believe I'm saying this, she don't need no man.
1: Yes. Right? She just, she needs a Anyway, we'll
0: we'll, just—I know—we'll get into that. Save it for another day because I
1: have so much to say.
0: Because there's such a double standard with with media and advertising today. I mean, they tell you one thing and then they do another. I know. That's what drives me nuts. So we'll get back to it. We will. We'll have that conversation, and it's something that I think a a lot of people would enjoy and like to be part of. So we will have that conversation. But we want to remind you: you can find us on the web at GeorgeAndJess.com. Search
1: George and Jess podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe and you'll get your little in the morning at six a.m. when our episode goes live every weekday. And uh, I I got to tell you, there's nothing that warms my heart more than when you guys reach out and we love
0: it. Yeah, say
1: good morning or tell me about your thinking chair or whatever it is. So it's- don't stop. And we're just so happy that we get to keep doing this. Um, in a way where you can access us anytime that works for you.
0: Right. The great thing about this podcast is you can start it and stop it anytime you want. You're not held to the restrictions that we all had on morning radio. So I love the new platforms. The future Uh, is now. We love our new life and we're glad to have you here with us. So again, a new episode launching tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Go to georgeandjess.com.